0: This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is about my dopamine detox, why I took a day this week and definitely many days going forward to focus on reducing my dopamine intake and really resetting myself for motivation for creativity and so many other things we spend so much time consuming it can be hard to create we're unknowingly taking in so much stimuli with social media with so much tech in our lives it can provide us very quick dopamine hits so regularly that it makes performing high concentration, low dopamine reward activities hard. But often, those are the activities that are most fulfilling to us in the long term, whether it's studying or building a business or approaching a huge project or something more massive, it requires deep attention. And we're not necessarily going to be validated each step of our journey in that But I was personally interested in finding a sustainable way to approach doing a dopamine detox because I don't think it really even needs that title. Um, Just finding a way to make a sustainable habit and lifestyle of not engaging with technology as much. And I'm happy to report that this episode is more accessible than what I found online from other dopamine detoxes that I see. As the Albert Einstein quote goes, the monotony and solitude of quiet life stimulates the creative mind. Our agenda for today's episode is just reporting on my experience and then a culture wreck. As always, would love to hear your creative journeys, any updates on your creative journey, any challenges, any reflections that you think would be supportive to our creative community, please share a voicemail, don't include your name, otherwise excited to hear from you at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash message and the link is included in the show notes. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please rate it, review it wherever you're listening. I think Apple Podcasts has that option and a lot of other platforms don't and otherwise let's get into it. So this last week, I've been catching myself challenged to perform high concentration activities for a sustained period of time. For instance, uh, making quick, easy TikTok videos and editing on app takes me minutes. It's very quick turnaround to make a 15 second video is maybe seven minutes or something like that. And then I said, no, Anissa, let's level it up. Let's create these high quality videos that we feel more sound with and so I pulled out my actual camera did some recording and then I had to take that recording and then make sure the lighting was good when I was shooting and everything like that and then um, getting onto my computer and actually edit with Adobe Rush and use real editing software even though it's very intuitive and basic and that process required Significant time relative. Maybe I took like an hour to make a 15 second video, which to me felt like a real challenge because I made enough content for like 30 videos, and an hour towards each of those videos was not something that was super fun for me. <laughs> I was like, Do I just hate video editing? What is going on? The more important piece of it is just my observation that the concentration that it required of me was not something that i felt i had as much of a capacity for these days i was just aware of that shift and i've noticed it in many other contexts too and maybe you felt it maybe it's been a time lately for you where you have a harder time sitting down and reading a book for an hour or taking a meal and really sitting with that meal or actually sitting and doing a elongated meditation or journaling for hours or just lying down in the park or you fill in the blank but it's completely natural because we live in a world where there's tons of entertainment distraction it's very much a binge era with technology with social media with video games And it's totally normalized for us to grab smartphones and gadgets and distract ourselves. But we also know that these are not good habits for us. And a lot of the explanation for that can be shared later in this podcast episode. But our brain, our brain tells all. So basically when you scroll Instagram or you're binge watching YouTube videos or Netflix, etc., there's so many things that we do, even masturbation, um, many things, sugar, consuming lots of sugar and fatty um, things produces a strong hit of dopamine. And the neurochemical dopamine is a good thing. Historically, your brain gets this spike and it helps reward you to continue doing that activity. So reading a book would stimulate dopamine, but... At a lower level than an activity like scrolling Instagram, and because we now receive such fast validation and gratification and dopamine hits from all of these tech-based activities, primarily and sugar things, fatty things, as we described, it just gets a lot harder for us and our brains to produce dopamine and, and be stimulated by slower reward activities. So we're always on this kind of uphill battle with our brain and it's a challenge. A normal day in the life is no longer very normal. It's very disconnected from the animal world. It's very disconnected from nature. It's definitely kind of like this robot era and it prevents us from focusing on a lot of the main goals we might have in life. You know, like when you look at your dream list, what are those big things that you want to achieve? All of those things usually require some level of dedication and sustained concentration. That's why we usually haven't achieved them. It requires deep work from us. It requires opportunities for some it's usually these things are long-term plays. And that's the excitement of them. It's about the journey towards things that are larger, not the instant gratification towards things that are easy. And so we, I think, can benefit from striking a balance. (laughs) I'm not on the wave of completely live off the grid, disconnect from everything, only eat, I don't know, like non-sugar, non-fat things. I think there's some level of moderation that... I find joy in, um, so for those who are interested in going down the avenue, like me, then you can hear what I did for my experience. There are dopamine fasts that are out there. The dopamine fasts that are shared often online is no electronics, no phone, no Netflix, video games, et cetera, no reading books, magazines, no food at all. So you wouldn't want to do this for an elongated period of time. No talking, no music, no podcast, no coffee, and other stimulants. Um, yeah, no sex, no magazines, and no reading books. But what you can do is things like write with a pen and paper, or meditate, or do introspection, deep thinking, meditation, that... In- revolves visualization you can drink water a lot of that felt a bit extreme for me to approach because the aim for me is to do not a fast but more of a detox and not even i de- I'll call it a detox because maybe it's more extreme this week but the aim is to ultimately have a sustainable habit and lifestyle of reduction and on some days it'd be a more clear detox, like intentionally not having phones and technology around at all. But what I did was have like three hour period where I could engage with technology and follow up on emails. And I allowed myself to eat throughout the day. I allowed myself to cook. I took time going for walks. I did not engage with music and podcasts, which was definitely not my norm, I can start addictively binging podcasts, addictively listening to music, and have so much that I'm consuming. Yeah, definitely drinking water, definitely did meditation, and the experience for me, and I can share in a little bit more depth, was powerful, and so I want to spend some time talking about how I felt those shifts more than what I did, and the importance of us actually taking that time for decompressing. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays. Wisdom Drop Wednesdays. For those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So I'm going to give you the play-by-play of my day. So if you're interested, you can replicate something like this or see how that would adapt to your lifestyle, etc., I am the best use case that I know, and so I'll just share what my experience is. As I mentioned, there's so many other experiences online. Finding something that works for you, not trying this at all, totally your call. So I'm going to give the play-by-play, and then what my top three insights were. I've been holding each morning pretty sacred, as in no engaging with anything that's particularly stimulating, no, no tech engagement until at least like 9 a.m., but I wake up around 6 seven varies I'm relaxed these days no alarm clock so I woke up to no alarm clock around 7am saw the sunrise which was beautiful and did some stretching did some ab work I just love the peace and quiet of waking up during that time and then I allowed myself until 10am um after making breakfast after really meditating and yeah moving my body and such to take my three-hour period where I was like okay I'm gonna get to work and put stuff out there after that period ended it was a little nerving to be like oh wow these emails might stack up these I'm not gonna be replying to people in real time which I rarely do or at a rate that I feel normally comfortable with and that's fine today's the day where i actually got released from a job and so i had the day open otherwise i would have perhaps been on set and not even had the ability to engage with people and wouldn't have felt any guilt around it because i wouldn't have had the option yeah it was just peaceful day went to the park brought my journal did some writing reflected on my dream list which was so much more simple than it's ever been it's truly rooted in joy uh as i was in the park it was very quick for me to take particular notice of how the trees are changing and how the sunlight shimmering through the trees leaves and some of the there was like some lily pads that had broken from the bunch and were washed up on the little lake slash pond shore and i like picked it up and it was touching it and it was so perfect and was just touched by all these small experiences in in the park and in nature and as I was walking and such and i'm grateful to live by this park it makes a world of a difference then i came back to my apartment did some cooking sat in silence ate food reflected on how that food tasted what i liked about it where what i'd like to do differently next time i make that dish what i enjoyed about its texture where it came from where it might have come from there's a lot that was entering my mind and I think even by the time I went to bed I was like just calm just in a calm state and ready to go to sleep despite not having a huge level of stimulation in my day sometimes I feel like I need to completely overexhaust myself to get to a point where I can really collapse at the end of the night you know like it's full exertion to really drain our batteries but we don't need to actually drain our batteries to rest we're not gadgets though we sometimes might feel that way because we're so plugged in so as a wrap-up yeah that was my day that was kind of the play-by-play um it's funny to share the play-by-play because it was so underwhelming (laughs) there's really not that many specifics to call out um but you know that was the point that was truly the point, to have time where the mind is silent, yet highly focused. There's rare t- times in life where we get to quiet our minds, to be in solitude, and now we can cherish it more than ever. Cherish not having our mind so polluted by external stimuli, really cherish having meditations. For instance, when I was doing these meditations, normally I'd set a timer and then Have my phone with me, and then when the timer's up, then I get off and go. There's no urgency. There's no rush. Why can't I sit in silence for an abstract amount of time that I don't really have a sense of? Why not? There was no urgency, and I think that calmness carried into every single other activity that I did in the day, whether it was just sitting and like looking at the water or taking time to reflect on my dreams and how those have shaped and shifted throughout the years. Uh, The abundance of time felt like it was there, and we constantly are operating from a place of feeling that scarcity, which is a shame, which is a tragedy, but, you know, that's how we've constructed this society to seem, though it's not true. And so these were my top three insights i had many insights many revelations that are deeply personal about my life and where i want to go and all these things but i think i want to share first things that would be beneficial to you all so from my experience my top insight was that we live in heaven we forget that we live in heaven but if we think about the world without humans (laughs) It's such a symbiotic relationship there is between everything, between all the animals and their environment and how everything just exists in perfect symbiosis. And then crazy human species has continued to evolve and become so demanding and figured out how to leverage the seasons to farm. Overpopulation is something it's like such a sensitive topic and I just believe that A lot of the root of it, however, is really attached to the ego and us needing to claim ownership over so much because we've created societies where we are, and scarcity is reinforced constantly. Um, And that's a thing that has to change for the human species to be able to survive. And so it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out regardless the more time that you can take t- to extract yourself from human beings sometimes the more that you can see that we're really living in heaven and in this heaven um we can you know take some time and look at the stars and we can see the sky and we can see hopefully maybe you can see some greenery around you and that kind of helps remind you of the beauty that is in this place everything in nature has this beauty to it that's insane it literally is like radiating it's alive and it's aliveness is what is beautiful and its ability to shift and its relationship with the natural environment is so beautiful so it's interesting those things that I think are less ugly or more ugly are the things that are fixed and most most of the world um, is always going to be in movement, and that's something beautiful to take notice of, to really embrace, to spend time connecting with nature. We connect with ourselves. This podcast has completely gone in the direction of hippy-dippiness, and I you know, I don't apologize, but I ag- acknowledge that transition. I think when I initially made No Starving Artist podcast, there was a lot of emphasis on wanting to give more financial literacy advice, etc., and it's truly turned into a tree-hugging podcast and I hope you're down for it. Number two biggest insight is that I just felt less blockage to create. So not that I don't have the ability to create normally, but I just felt like by there being less stimulants and less that I was consuming, even an example of this is not listening to music for the day, I found myself craving music and therefore singing, just singing throughout my apartment, singing different songs, trying to recall lyrics to songs, like actually utilizing my brain, where normally, I would just ask my Google Home device to play me a song and pull up the song and I wouldn't have to do any brain work to think about what were those lyrics and things of that nature. So that was a beautiful thing. And even when journaling and writing, I didn't feel any crunch time. I wrote my dream list and it took me maybe an hour and there were like three small sentences on the page, maybe like, maybe a few more than that. But even still, wild, the leisure, the leisure, less blockage, less stimuli coming in allows us to exert more, have to pull out more, have to challenge ourselves to be more of the producers than the consumers. And three, the most obvious, biggest insight is inner peace. I felt more inner peace, less addicted, less fiendy in the brain, less of a dopamine addict, more present and more patient, which is an amazing state to get to because we can continue to achieve and want things and move towards things, but it's beautiful to feel satisfied as we're in motion, not wait and think that, oh, getting to the finish line is going to provide some sense of satisfaction it never does, or if it does, it's very fleeting, we always live in the journey. There's always more to room to go and stretch, and that insatiability, if we can really make peace with that side of the human condition, then we can allow ourselves so much peace to be like, hey, we are desiring, We we want more, we want this and that, and that's okay, but how does it feel right now? How are you enjoying right now? How's, how's life? What are you grateful for? And always check in with ourselves. That is a beautiful thing. So those were my big three takeaways from the dopamine detox. As I mentioned, lifestyle. Why not have a lifestyle that's forcing ourselves to almost tame our, tame our minds and reconnect with our wild? Because in the wild is where the creativity is. And last but not least, let's get into our culture wreck. Our culture wreck is a YouTube video titled, How I Tricked My Brain to Like Doing Hard Things, Dopamine Detox. So in this YouTube video from the Better Than Yesterday channel that I watched, maybe on Sunday. It was valuable to me because I really enjoyed the way that they talked about the history of dopamine testing and they use the example of testing lab rats and one way that they and one of the I don't want to give away the whole video so I highly recommend watching it but this visual will never be something I can unsee and it was either lab rats or mice and the ones that they put through challenges to have to get to the end and actually get the treat um, or get the dopamine reward, um, you know, they like went through the hurdles and, and got the dopamine reward and then the the mouse or rats that they just gave the dopamine to became very unmotivated and didn't want to do anything else but received dopamine all day and it really just like zapped them of life and that's how I felt. Earlier this week, I was like, I must be, like, zapped. I'm just being, I've been giving too much. I need to deprive myself of external, external stimuli. I just really need to bring it down because I was feeling less ambitious. And I love the ambition that I have. I also love this sense of peace, and I think I'm a person who, believe in some level of balance it's so fun that we've created this insane man-made existence but the realist part of us is always going to be the most natural it's always going to be our organic wild state and it's so hard to get back to that and it's so hard to reach higher consciousness because of it so recognizing in ourselves when we've been overstimulated and we're Fiending for a completely made-up illusion of a world that humans have created and isn't actually rooted in reality. At the end of the day, I just think it's so valuable for us to quiet our minds. And quieting our minds doesn't necessarily come with sitting in meditation for 12 hours or something, but it can come with the reduction of some of these habits that we know are not serving us and emphasis on the habits that will move us to a place of healthier peace of mind etc because we all deserve that thank you so much for listening to this podcast as always would love to hear your creative journeys i know you have them as i'm dm'd about them fairly often and rather than sharing to me it would benefit the community you can find me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be learning and growing with you. Appreciate you.